everyone. It's me, David. Um, I'm out here in Joshua Tree National Park just all by myself, and uh, I, uh, I I don't have any internet access, which is pretty good. Uh, so I've, I've had the opportunity to finally kind of uh, relinquish the podcast. Um, and, cause, you know, when Alan gets really intense about this, he gets really intense. So I just kind of wanted to, to get out here and do a, a very peaceful uh, creepy cooking staff intro. So now I can finally say that I am the host of the fuck. Uh, I didn't think there would be air traffic out this far, but I think we're okay. So uh, I'll shit. Maybe I should edit around the helicopter. Okay. David King. The fuck. David King. You <laughs> thought you could host this without me, you son of a bitch. Oh no. That's right. I have found you. I am the host of this show, and I will destroy you. No. Okay. Um. Uh. Shit. Now they got a spotlight on me. Okay. Oh god damn it. Okay. Um. Uh. Hi. Hi, Alan. Hey, hey bud. Hey. 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 How's it going? Hey. Going. How you doing? I'm doing. Oh. Hi. Oh, I see. I see you got a nice, nice little mic set up for us here. That's yeah. great. Uh, I was. Good, I was good, waiting good, for you. Good. I was waiting for you to get here. Um, good. Did you get my? I got. I, I'm glad you got the email I sent. I was worried it didn't go through, but um. You know, uh, uh, no, no, I just, I just have, uh, planted a bug on you. What? And, uh, I I thought it was a mosquito. Like literally, ow. Sorry about it. Hi everyone. Oh God. And welcome (laughs) to another episode of creepy cooking staff, a show hosted by me, the host, (laughs) the only host, the only host of the show is me. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. How did how did you get how did you manage to get the helicopter? That was actually uh pretty impressive. Please welcome my co-host co-host implies we're equal, doesn't it? I mean, I like to think that I'm your co-host. Uh Please welcome yeah. underhost. Uh, hi. Please wel- please welcome your subhost. Uh David King. <laughs> I, I would have accepted uh, basic host as well, um, but that's that's fine. Uh, hi, You're the everyone. Sub-host. You're the sub host, and I'm the dom host. <laughs> I'm, thanks for spelling out our relationship to everyone, Alan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I could have said top host and bottom host. <laughs> ah, it's gotten weird. It Hi, sure everybody. has. Um, yeah, no, it's it's the desert, you know? Like, it's all the dust in the air. You get, a helicopter kicked up a lot of dust, my dude. Um, uh, uh, welcome to Creepy Cooking Staff. It's the show where we take the ingredients supplied by you and we make us a delicious dish of creepy pasta. Um, yes. And uh, I issued out some prompts, and uh, we got us some suggestions. Suggestions are currently coming into the show as yeah we that was the that was the impressive thing like uh seeing that some of them are kind of trickling in even um, as we speak so this is this is fantastic and uh we we've done a lot of stuff and it's uh it, it was the recent release on shutter of a movie that is taking the horror world by storm that inspired this uh uh this prompt for me um Everyone, uh, the big the big talk for everyone is is the movie Skinamarink. Skinamarinky um, dinky dink, Skinamarinky do. Uh, a movie that was shot for something like forty five dollars. 
<laughs> and uh, his uh, uh, I'll get the actual number here. Um, okay, that would be nice because I was going to say like uh, I if it's shot for forty five dollars, that would match the budget of maybe some of the things you watched on uh, the Jameson tapes for sure. Um, it had a it had a budget of fifteen thousand dollars and has made two million. Uh, yep. Uh, it's that's you know that's the power of horror right there. You can make a movie um, on a shoestring budget, and if you do it right, uh, you will make bank. And we're gonna stop talking about Skinamarink real quick, um, right? Because uh, I haven't seen it. I may, I may or may not uh, have already recorded a Jameson tapes episode about it. So Spoilers, uh, may. if it's probably actually may. Uh, and if if you if you want to hear my opinion of the film, you may have to wait like two or three months. Oh, um, Aww. This is depressing. Uh, but I'll tell you what's not depressing is this movie has brought analog horror uh, into the semi-mainstream. Um, Which is fantastic. Uh, Alan, would you care to explain what analog horror is for the uninitiated? Uh, sure. I'm going to do it and not at all just read it off of Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> sure. How can you? We don't horror. have any Wi-Fi out here in the desert. Analog horror is a niche subgenre of horror fiction and an offshoot of the found footage film technique, often cited as originating from early 2010s internet videos. Uh, commonly characterized by low-fidelity graphics, cryptic messages, and visual styles reminiscent of the late 20th century television. Done to match mm-hmm. the setting, as analog horror works are typically set between the 1960s and 1990s. That's um, a pretty broad spectrum, but yeah. Yeah, and is. I kind of they contradict themselves in the first thing to the last thing. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> analog horror may also be influenced by found footage horror movies such as The Blair Witch Project and Hideo Nakata's original version of The Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. David Lynch's Inland Empire heavily influenced Pets Cop, an alternate reality <laughs> game that is similar to analog horror. I did not know that. <laughs> I I suppose. I guess it's just because since Pets Cops kind of couched in the context of um, like someone playing through an old game and finding weird shit, uh, an unreleased old game, unfinished old game. Yeah, um, and uh, it kind of it's kind of the it, the amalgam descendant of like the Blair Witch Project, like I said, mm-hmm. um, Marble Hornets, mm-hmm. and just kind of like internet creepypasta in general. Yeah. Internet um, creepypasta, since it leaned, and we we've talked about this time and again. Since so much of creepypasta leans so heavily on nostalgia, um, it only makes sense that if you're going to evoke it in a sense beyond storytelling, you're going to use things that are evocative of things from a lot of the writers' childhoods, which for many of us was <sighs> the you know that period of the '80s, the '90s. And we are arguably in the era of uh, peak analog horror because uh, I don't know if you know about this. But no one can shut up, shut the fuck up about the Mandela catalog for like five minutes. <laughs> um, uh, I really like uh, the uh, the one I really like is Gemini Home Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, also very popular. Um, uh, hey, there's a taste of the Jameson tapes for you of me burping on Mike. Uh, <laughs> I will not uh, edit around that. Good, 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 good. Uh, Local Fifty Eight is another really popular one. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's one that I am more familiar with because, again, that's Local 58's been around for a little while. So, um, And looking at the Wikipedia right now, uh, Local 58 gave it the name. Oh. Um, 
Uh, it's uh, the slogan for Local 58 was analog analog horror at 476 megahertz. There it is, and that's 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 where it got its name. Uh, well, I guess congratulations, Chris it, Straub. You feels, gave the genre it, its name. It feels like it already had that name, but I think that's like a bucket list thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are you familiar with the bucket list phenomenon? Uh, yes. Uh, in that everyone thinks that's just a term that's been around forever, but that movie, The Bucket List, is where that term came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of some of those weird things as a cultural zeitgeist. Again, haven't seen it, but know about yeah. it. So no, no one. I I can not name you a single person who has seen the film The Bucket List. <laughs> Does that include you, or have you seen The Bucket List? Oh no, I have not. <laughs> there you go. How do we know the Bucket List is even real? Um, How do we know, Alan? Like, really? Is that going to be what our analog horror is? Is it? Oh, oh, it could be. <laughs> Are we trying to identify if the Bucket List is real or if it's just a mass delusion? <laughs> um well i mean that could be fat that could be interesting in itself because we uh, we do have some prompts about what the analog horror is about but one of the first prompts was actually more about the format yeah and analog horror um we we are playing with the definition of analog horror um because it typically means vhs but we're we're kind of bending the rules to be like um, to kind of to kind of uh, inhabit just kind of dated technology. I think is what we're going for. Yeah, I think you can expand that because I was thinking about again. You mentioned local fifty eight. Uh, I'm not everything on there is a VHS tape. I mean, yeah, the one where it's the GPS cam or the the dash cam with the GPS voice and it's just driving through environments. Yeah. That's a horror. That's analog horror with uh you know, a dated piece of GPS tracking technology, but still not it's also, VHS. It's also the, like the best one. It's really it is. Cool. It is kind of the best one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Although the station break one is pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, Local fifty eight is just really good. It is very good. It is very good. Um, um, so the first prompt I put out is: What is a creative way slash format you'd like to? We would like to see analog horror presented in. Hmm. And uh, a lot of responses to this one. Uh, yeah, we uh, could probably switch off if you'd like. Who's um, uh, you know reading some of the responses? I've got we. It was posted on Twitter and on the Creative Horror Discord. Okay, we have responses in a few couple different places for that. So, well, I have I, the Discord open. <laughs> I have Twitter open. Okay, so let's take turns on that. Okay. Uh, first reply is from Zaf, and I really like Zaf's idea. Um, first idea is move beyond the digital format, make it feel more like early YouTube or even pre YouTube internet videos. I do like that. Uh, and the, the example he specifically gives is angry video game nerd circa 2005. <laughs> um, I'm Just... going to count, I'm going to counter pitch with the idea for the, uh, internet horror series that I never made. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do an internet series that was about a, the, the YouTube channel was going to be a guy doing unboxing videos because those were popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just has so many like subscription services and stuff um, that like he, he, he like loses track of like what he has. And uh, one day he's just okay. I'm, and, and like the first few videos of the channel were just straight up going to be unboxing videos. Like uh-huh. I'm going to open up my loot crate or my wrestle crate or uh, whatever. 
Um, but by got my HelloFresh right here. Got my, yeah. uh, you know. The third video is going like, hey, I'm backed up on boxes, so I'm going to unbox all these stuff. I better, I don't even know what all this stuff is. And, like, the horror was going to kick off, like, one of the boxes he opened was going to have, like, something fucking terrifying in it. Oh, nice. Um, but that, that uh, complete aside, that was, that's my, that was my idea I was going to do for an <laughs> internet horror series. That's good. I think you um, mentioned it to me before, but like bringing it back up to the forefront, like that is, that's is a really good idea. I don't know. Um, would the, the kids these days wouldn't get it maybe, but um, I would. Yeah. Or maybe, would they? I don't know. Kids these days, they don't know. These kids, <laughs> these kids with the, but I mean, if we, if we structure it, like uh, it's uh, early YouTube, like film it on a fucking like 480p, like old ass digital camera. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, I I like I like the idea of like couching it in like er, er, early YouTube. Could you imagine um, even? Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? I wish there was a way you could even like frame it with like some of the oldest YouTube frames. You know, that'd be something. Yes. Yeah. That would that would be. Ah, uh, hold on. Let me. Um, old school YouTube UI. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to realize how good the Wi-Fi actually is out here in Joshua Tree. I think that one oak tree over there might actually be like a service tower, just disguised oh. as a Joshua Tree. So oh. yeah, that was my mistake. I mean, I'm glad I found that on a hunch so that you could make it out here. Yeah, I, I thought of everything. Yeah. Yeah, all, all for your all for your sake, Alan. It's it's yeah, yeah. So I'm glad. It seems like the connection's pretty good. So uh, yeah. Um. So I've found a Chrome extension called YouTube Redux. Oh, um, okay. That I think, if I'm reading what it does correctly, it makes YouTube look like the old UI. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I would. Uh, yep. Oh, uh, that's that's good. <laughs> oh. So yeah. We've only gotten to the first suggestion, and I've already like like even even if we're doing, we could even be doing something specifically. Like there were there were so many knockoff angry video game nerd channels. Everybody was doing it. James Rolf kicked off something that has still that is still kind of going to this day. It's 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 kind of incredible. You want to hear one of my favorite bits of film trivia? Sure. Um. So there's a series of movies called VHS, mm-hmm. and uh, they're 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 anthology horror films. Yeah, and in the second one, there's a short where uh, a guy gets a robotic eye, and it like he starts seeing ghosts and shit. Oh dang! <clears throat> um, and uh, he he uh, is really sweary, and he ends up fucking a ghost girl who he doesn't know is a ghost girl. Oh no! And uh, Long story short, uh, the director of that uh, bit actually plays the main character who has uh-huh. the ghost eye, who has the uh-huh. robot eye. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was originally going to be James Rolfe, the angry video game. <laughs> <laughs> he canceled. He canceled last uh-huh. minute because I think he was working on his own the the, the actual AVGN movie at the time. Oh, that's um, oh. But we could have seen James Rolfe fucking a ghost lady. <laughs> that would have been something else. I like the idea. I'm picturing James Rolfe right here just going, what were they thinking? You know? Like, <laughs> yes. Um, wow. 
We've spent a lot of time on the first suggestion. Okay, no, this is true. Okay, but it's a really good suggestion. Zath, uh, yeah, Zath's coming I, hot. That's probably a hard one to beat. Uh, um, this is going to be a hard one to beat. Uh, I'd like to counterpose uh, this first one that was posted by uh, Beth, Beth Morton, who said, you know, after thinking about it a while, let me toss out the idea of horror world building through 60s drive-in theater bumpers. Local ooh. businesses, upcoming movies, weird food at the snack bar, etc. That's also very good. <laughs> right? Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's I, I, I um tangentially here. I, I came up with a uh, a um a dread game that I ran at a convention as a one shot, and the theme of it was supposed to be um a Sears style department store that gets locked up during the night. Uh, Kayla and I actually developed this idea together, and I ran it. And uh, one of the things I did in order to enhance the mood was I found uh, that uh, you can find this if you look it up on YouTube. It's Sounds of the Supermarket. It's from 1975, and it was. Music that was specifically produced to be, you know, the Muzak that would play while you're at the supermarket. And it has this tone and the sound that's both, like, perfect for the vibe and, like, perfectly 70s, but also in the right context could be a little bit eerie just because of the idea that it it uh, has tones in it that could be subliminal to get you to shop more. And there's something about that, that, that 70s vibe that makes me think that, like... Um, and, and again, the other good short being the station station break or station interruption broadcast interruption where it had that um you know this is clearly something much older that's suddenly being broadcast now um that uh mm-hmm. there's there's something really compelling about that aesthetic so yeah that's Beth's onto something here too i like yeah. this yep um so we we have we have the <laughs> And like how we're both using this to channel like our own separate creative projects here that we've worked on. So okay, so here's the thing I'm realizing: uh-huh. uh, a, um, our, our our listeners are better at this than we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, B, uh, we may have to throw the idea of us coming up with like one final idea uh, out the goddamn window. For, for... Going, this is going to be multiple. Yeah. We're going to reach multiple conclusions here. Yeah, for this one, I don't know if we can have a hierarchy here. Like, we're gonna. Yeah. We're, this is this is a good uh, smorgasbord where we might we might return. Yeah. You're right. We might return to this. This is this ooh. is this is the creepy cooking staff buffet. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we haven't done this in a while. I think it's only yeah. fair that we get it all out there. Um, and, and you know, also we're like in that place where we're a little more stable after uh, COVID. So like buffets. Yeah. Yeah. We can have a buffet with our listeners again. <laughs> um, I know I talked about the pizza ranch previously. <laughs> yes. Uh, but And I think this was just on dregs. But I went to the pizza ranch. And it is a buffet where you can get better than pizza. Buff, buffet pizza usually is pizza. Uh, fried, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a bunch of sides. And one of the sides is stuffing. Mm-hmm. Oh. So like... I have to go back there high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing I was thinking of. Like, if if you don't get, you know, a nice, nice buzz going in that sense and you roll over there, like, what's what's the point? Because you sounds like you hit a jackpot. Uh, I will say that was, I, I had DeMarcus fucking cry laughing with a bit I was doing at our table <laughs> uh, because there's a big mural at the pizza ranch of like 
an, an old Conestoga wagon going along the prairie. I was like, <laughs> dear Margaret, <laughs> we have run out of food and supplies. <laughs> we are now approaching the promised land of the pizza ranch <laughs> where I'm told you can eat both Hawaiian pizza and delicious fried chicken. I certainly hope there is a cherry Coca-Cola awaiting me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they get the pineapple for the pizza from Pineapple Overload? You know? <laughs> Day 467. We ate Dan. <laughs> Two days later, we arrived at the pizza ranch. I'm so sorry, Dan. <laughs> Honor his memory by making the Dan special. To honor your memory, <laughs> I have purchased a fountain beverage. <laughs> and I have filled up three-fourths of the fountain beverage cup with root beer. <laughs> and I have taken that three-fourth full cup full of root beer over to the soft serve machine. <laughs> and I have made my own root beer float. <laughs> oh, I understand why you, you were basically killing D with this stuff. Oh, um, shit. Wow. That's good. Oh, man. Welcome to Creepy Cooking Staff, everybody. Oh, it's good to be back. Thank you um, for having me. Good, good to have you here. Thank you. Um, um, uh, someone so brought up... Someone, uh, Dan Urkelbot, uh, brought up... But we obviously. ate him! Yeah. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> you were eating at the pizza... <laughs> you were eating at the pizza ranch. Two days shy of pizza ranch. Two days, the... two days shy of the salvation of the pizza ranch. <laughs> Way out in the snow, no one will ever find his bones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we ate Dan, he suggested <laughs> uh, that audio cassettes would be really cool if they were creatively utilized. And, okay, and um, I agree. If we're talking old school technology, um, um, yes, um, um, this might be a little bit of exclusive to use a a, a, a term here, yeah. but um, uh, there's a certain that's that's been in, that's been on my radar uh, using mm. uh, audio cassette tapes as an aesthetic, um, and I've done it before on Midnight Marinara, but I've got uh, you know for anybody listening, we're we're coming up. Uh, on the 10 year anniversary of the podcast that's a decade yeah that's an entire decade of me uh doing this silly little uh audio drama uh not consistently of course i mean but at least ever since its uh inception at least one episode a year um and uh you know for the last five years four years it's been you know one episode a year but uh, for this one, I've got something in mind that's a little bit of a... I, I had the idea actually while I was doing the last episode, and Kayla and I have been talking about it. And uh, let's just say, um, I think I think Dan and I are on the same page about something. So uh, um, I don't oh, want to say I too meant, much. And I meant to talk to you, but I have an idea for a contest. <laughs> uh, hit me up when we are off mic and we'll yeah. uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. I don't know. There, there's there's another there's another exclusive. Another school. Yeah, exciting things in the pipeline for your friend from your friends at Creative Horror. Um, sponsor break. Sponsor break. So Zath followed up that with House of Leaves, but audio cassettes. Oh fuck. Um, 
House of Leaves as a book. Um, I am it, committed to finishing reading this year. <laughs> we always, always talk about doing it on Darkly Lit someday, and then we, like, don't. <laughs> I own a copy that has all the colored texts and all the fancy shit it's supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And one of these days, I'm just going to fucking read it. I swear to God. Hell yeah. I, we, I, we, I, we have a copy of it, too. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I read a book a month. Um, mm-hmm. And I still have not fucking finished that one we'll uh we might we might have to touch base on that but house of leaves in audio cassette form that's already just a prompt right there yeah yeah um username you know a- after after the cassette thing username suggested uh uh a, a haunted amiga game tape and oh that 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 toes the line into like haunted gaming territory but um, not a bad idea like uh, we could we could circle that back into the video, angry video game nerd thing. Yes. Oh, you mean yeah, just the the game review aesthetic thing. Yeah, and it doesn't. And, nec- I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take away the word haunted there, and yeah. like e- e- everyone here has seen the old JonTron bit where he puts the uh, game cassette into an actual audio player and the noises it makes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we could straight up do that. Only like our fucking host is like losing his mind and hearing things in the, uh, in, in the, in that muffled crazy ass audio. Oh, that's good. Like, like it's whether or not it's actually there or if he's just projecting is something like, it could be one of those, like, Oh, if you play a record backwards, it does this, there's hidden messages, but you don't know for sure. Like, that's good. I I keep thinking about eight. I, you know, since we brought up, uh, AVGN, uh, remember when he did the Polybius episode? Yes. Yeah, so there, there's another example, but that didn't quite use the aesthetic. That was more him just doing his usual thing, but eh, not a bad effort. Uh, all right, I got another one for Beth. Um, not the most creative idea, but I think it'd be cool to see an AH series try to mimic the short documentary films and informational reels of small town underfunded museums. I love that idea. That I love that cool. idea. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, because every prompt now is making us go off on tangents, um, there's a really good The Things YouTube poop called Cedar Point, and it's just a like a, a employee training video that they just, you know, edited to shit and, you know, did the usual thing to things where they, like, just make it all goofy. But it's got that, it's got that, that, late it's got that like early 90s quality to it you know maybe late 80s early 90s quality to it clearly it was taken from a video and there's a part where they cut in uh you know just the the guy doing the the safety bit is like uh one of the rules like uh do not talk about orby and it just like brings up this creepy uh like just this non sequitur bit where this orb with a creepy eyeball pops up black this black orb with an eyeball and it slowly distorts everything around it while the guy just very calmly goes we don't talk about orby and i'm like see (laughs) this is good oh i love this um not to mention um alan are you familiar with look around you uh yes okay that also popped into my head when i was reading this yeah um yeah no um i think we could uh if we're talking about the museum thing, we could, I don't know. I feel like there could be some overlap between that idea and the, uh, the drive-in movie thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, we can, like, we like can those say, little. We can say like the same dude worked on both of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. shit, that's good. Worked can, either it, like it, subliminal it could... or occult images into stuff or whatever. It, and it could be a YouTube channel that's just someone dedicated to finding all the works of this dude who put fucked up stuff in like uh, all of his all of his work. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and Cause... somehow it, it somehow it went under the radar with people for so long. Yeah. Oh shit, meta theme tying it all together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Now that's good. Um Okay. That's that's just really did, did like, you know, uh like, like they, they got their start they, they got their start doing like local uh museum pieces, like the weird the weird little film that would play like you know, you go to the fucking La Brea Tar Pits and there's a movie about, you know, how it works, but then something in there just sticks out as kinda odd and unsettling, you know? Um, but yeah, but then this guy who worked on it, like, like later got like an advertising job and like slipped stuff into like, ah, yeah. The little, the little bumpers for, for driving theaters, bumpers for driving theaters, local advertisements, commercials. It all happens in kind of the same, like, uh, you know, like maybe tri-county area or something. Yeah. Yeah. He has this like sphere of influence and like. Maybe in that area, there's like fucked up stuff happening, and mm. ooh, this this has like um oh this has like that great like all this stuff kind of happened in the past. He's been dead for a long time now, but now one person is trying to dig it all up, and at the same time, in the process, also kind of learning some fucked up things about the town's history in relation or the area's history in relation. Could have like a like a Bridgewater triangle angle to it. You never know. Like oh shit. This is uh, happening in real time, gang. Like, <laughs> damn, this is good. This is Fuck. really good. We have to make this series now. <laughs> we have we have to make this series now. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Okay. That's, yeah, that's really tight, and we know people who can like help us like edit. I, I'm an ideas guy. <laughs> as as am I. I mean, um, I, I sound design and uh, script writing are kind of my things, so I can at least do that. Um, um fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Should, should we keep going? Because like, but I want to. I want to put a pin in that because that's really good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. Thanks for no- feeding us your ideas, fools. It's ours now. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna knock a couple suggestions down real quick. Okay. Uh, that are that are fine suggestions, but don't really work for what we're going for. You mean you mean now that we have this, or more? Yeah. Uh. But also, kind of like in general. Um. Rise of the Kumquat suggests dash cam footage and unreliable GPS routes are prime ingredients. What, uh, yeah. Local, local 58 did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a cool it's, idea. Other people could do stuff with it. Yeah. It's a cool uh, idea, and I'd like to see more of it, but, like, Creepy Cooking Staff is about coming up with our own thing. Yeah. And Local 58 already did it really, really well. So, yeah. Uh, what about this one? So, there's one from Marquee. Uh, and uh, Marquis says a series of seemingly dis- disconnected pictures would be neat, like looking through a photo albums, yearbooks, or family trip logs and seeing weird background occurrences or inclusion of pictures no one remembers. And that you know, it's not it's not a bad it's not that's not bad at all. Not specifically analog in the way I was thinking, but you know, yeah. And that's good. Um, <clears throat> I'm also gonna uh, knock down the next two suggestions for I think I think obvious reasons. Um, one the the next one is live streams with only a hand another one from Kumquat. Live streams with only a handful of viewers have a certain eerie quality to them. 
Depending on the context, it can feel like you've accidentally stumbled into a stranger's room at a bad time. And then Mm -hmm. if the streamer acknowledges that their view count went up, you feel guilty for leaving. It's especially eerie on sites where they can see your username when you're watching. That's a fine idea, and that doesn't work for analog horror, I don't think. No, not... Maybe Uh, not, but still? Yeah, it's it's a good idea. I like it. Um, I do like it. Mm -hmm. And to to tie it into the next suggestion from uh, Bringer of Lighters is, what if you move past analog horror and do modern digital horror? Uh, Like your phone changing photos of who or what's in it by editing, therefore making you have false memories of people's events. That would be a neat concept. It is a neat concept. It is a neat concept, but the first... But the... the first sentence disqualifies it, which is like, what if you don't do analog horror? <laughs> it does kind of defeat the purpose, yes. Yeah. Um, analog, analog to me specifically implies a sort of, um, besides the jankiness, which you can kind of stretch with a little bit, uh, you can kind of stretch that with um, you know, early, early YouTube. Um, it does kind of work itself best when it's dealing with uh, physical media or media that's on film or... or um, I mean, any kind of film that includes cassette tapes or vinyl or, or, or not vinyl. Vinyl's on the film. What am I saying? It's not like that hasn't been done before either with like cursed records and whatnot. But yeah. Um... Stream of consciousness here, everybody. Plus, also, my significant other came up to me, put this bowl on our little like camp table. And uh, it's got some pastry bits with like cheese and stuff on it. They're not exactly pizza bites. They're more like artisanal sounding and... Uh, they're fucking good, so I'm gonna quietly enjoy one of these while we sift through more of these. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, these bits. and uh, Rise of the Kumquat has suggested a few things that I knocked down almost immediately, uh, and I don't want them to feel bad. But but their next idea, uh, I see a lot of merit in in tying it uh, as a response to the AVGN idea mm-hmm. um, as a possible alternative to anything being haunted. What if the hidden messages are intentional cries for help from the developers? Mm. And I can, uh, there's all sorts of like early YouTube videos that's like, oh, here's like Easter eggs that are like a funny little thing a developer snuck into the game and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if this, what if this guy finds Easter eggs that like are like some of the develop, someone developing this game was like actually having a fucking breakdown? <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like Pets Cop kind of does that without really quite understanding yeah. everything that's going on in Pets Cop. So, but that that it, it, that kind of but adding adding the veil over it of like early uh, early two thousands mid two thousands uh, AVGN ripoff I think makes that its own thing for sure. Hmm. <clears throat> Has anyone done anything with like vinyl records? Um, Kumquat asks. And I feel like that's something we can tie into the uh, the uh, drive-in, uh, the maybe maybe the drive-in guy, drive-in drive-in uh, arc arc we've drive-in Gavin, <laughs> uh, arc arc we've come up with um, the drive-in uh, arc. I love the it. Ad, adver, ad, the adverti- we'll call that the advertising the advertising arc. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have um, the we have the local museum film arc. We have the drive-in theater arc, drive-in advertising arc. Uh, we, uh, we, 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 what's what's the collective name for all of that? If if that's all under one dude, um, like what do we call what do we call our this guy or what do we call the what do we call this series? Just, yeah, 
I, uh, I, think, I think I think if we're gonna continue to like, I think if we're gonna continue to put stuff under that umbrella, we need a name for it collectively. Okay, um, just, just shorthand for us, just just shorthand for us discussing it right now, really. Yeah, for now, instead of just guy. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm struggling right now because I don't. Hmm. Well, we're in. Uh, hmm. What do we give him a name? Uh, uh... <laughs> like him specifically tying it in with this guy the creepy the the, the, the fucked upness yeah. guy let's, um, let's let's name our fuck let's name our fucked up guy okay uh well we're in joshua tree right now let's name him joshua yeah that's where we are okay um, yeah that's exactly because if you you know i'm again i know you've never you've never been here prior to this so i just wanted to show you the sheer beauty of Joshua Tree National Park when the sun goes down and all the stars come out. Because look at that. It's just endless. No light pollution anywhere. Except for here. And in the I'm, glow of our monitors. And I'm giving, and I'm giving him a last name. Okay. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm taking the last name from my Twitter and giving it to him. So his name's Joshua Bannon. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. Joshua Bannon. Mm. Uh, um, let me rock it through the rest of these because I think as good as some of these might be, I feel like we have a winner. <laughs> All right, fire away. Um, a couple fire winners away. now. Um, uh-huh. Um, we had the vinyl idea. Um, actually, uh, everything else was just, like, kind of stipulating on the vinyl idea. But, okay, well, yeah. let's explore the vinyl idea for a bit. Not, um, I mean, in terms of, like, giving it the attention it deserves. Uh, as in actually making a recording of something and putting it on vinyl. Um... They're not even making additional suggestions. They're just talking about like, like double grooving, which is a thing everyone, people in the know know about. Like, there's there's a Monty Python album um, that where they double grooved the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know what double grooving is, uh, it's putting uh, multiple grooves onto one side of an album. Um, so it can, and Monty Python didn't tell anyone they did this. (laughs) So you could place, you could place the needle at different points on the album and it would start two entirely different tracks on one side of an album. (laughs) I remember this. It's it. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's weird. Um, Weird, but. Nothing um, yeah, nothing, not, nothing uh, I'm entirely sold on in the... Yeah, uh, same, same. But, again, not terrible. I think it's just, again, the idea yeah. of fucked up records has been done before. Yeah. And we're yeah, not looking for, sure. for something inherently original. Uh, like, none of the stuff we're coming up with right now is, like, new, new, new. But it's definitely what we're, like, gravitating towards in terms of our interests with this particular focus, so... Uh, I had uh, unrelated. I I kind of had my horror movie idea, my horror oh. comedy idea that I've I've kind of uh, um, started considering fleshing out into an actual film script. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not going to say much. That's fair. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I I'll... I think I think Abysme Abysme and I are kind of getting it into our head that we want to make a movie someday. So hell yeah, let me know how I can help. I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> um, the non-committalness. So of it. I think yeah. that's okay, David. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> no, that's that's 
that's that's the yeah of i don't want to talk about it too much <laughs> no i understand i'm just i'm just putting it out there uh, right, right now. in front of um, god and all of our listeners <laughs> now you have to know um, now you have to uh but yeah uh what, uh, what else uh, what else we so, got uh that's that's the end of those prompts and release the second prompt and that's the one that we've been getting suggestions coming in during the show which is great um, uh i will have twitter open is, again what type of weirdness slash horror yeah the prompt was what type of weirdness slash horror would you like this flavor of analog horror to evoke um yeah, now f- trying to find a way to, to pin to it down. To start us off, uh, yeah, uh, cool. Kumquat, uh, once again, uh, thank you, Kumquat, for being so active on this prompt. Uh, the feeling when you wake up from a horrible, vivid nightmare of everyone you love dying because your radio alarm went off and it's playing a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that scene. I, I do like that idea for a specific scene. Yeah, yeah. That 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 feels less like a general idea and more like something we could actually play out. Imagine it being um, like prologue, practically. Yeah, feel like that hook where you see something vaguely prophetic happen, and then you fucking wake up and it's playing like Mister Blue Sky or something like that. Yeah, um, I know that's probably a little generic. Um, I got one here from Hyperthermal who says, "You ever have that nightmare of being at school and it turns out that there was a whole class you forgot about?" There is no hope for avoiding failure. It's the starting position. The real dread comes from waiting for the consequences. Ooh. Okay. That's good. Steve. I, I do like that. Um, how did how to evoke that feeling? Hmm. That's uh that's tough. Um, yeah. And again, th- this is more just like riffing on the ideas we already have. Mhm. Um because we yeah of course <laughs> no yeah it's an, it's uh again that really comes more like comes us more like uh an emotion we want to bring about and uh it's hard to think of how you bring you bring that out specifically um, yeah uh, as as cool as i want to like find a way to project that across um i'm not sure how to do that um but It'd be a challenge. I feel like that's a worthy challenge to try and make that existential feeling into something concrete that can be uh, perceived across. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, yeah. Again, yeah. again, um, it's like a, it's a challenge as opposed to like a prompt from me. Like, okay, sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, best suggested late night dread. Um, that that's an easy enough one to do. Yeah. Um, Ooh, uh, can I read this <clears throat> one from Dan? Or should I say Dan's yeah, bones? Before we left them on the trail. Yes. Um, I find myself yes. I find myself very into the horror of the lost slash preser- uh, perversion of memory and perception. The no- feel of knowing the terror you're experiencing isn't real, but still perceiving it as so. If that makes any funky sense, you know what? That has some potential. It sure do. Yeah. Um, linking it, it back may- to it kind of uh, ties into uh, uh, the guy listening to the fucking Amiga tapes. Yeah. Oh, geez. Kinda. Mm-hmm. That that that's a separate. That's like a separate thing, at this point compared to the the Joshua Bannon plot. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Josh. Josh Bannon and, and uh, uh, the uh, upset uh, video game dork. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, the irate. No. I can't, no. I can't wait. Even, there was I can't, already. I can't even. I yeah. I was I was saying we can't even make that joke because there were so many ripoffs of AVGN that what I said was probably a thing. 
the the marginally <laughs> aggravated uh, electronic gaming individual. Sure. <laughs> He's a marginally aggravated electronic gaming individual. <laughs> <laughs> this is the theme song. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that that is the feeling that we'd want to evoke with that for sure. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Damn. Damn. Uh, and then Beth had actually, Dan, uh, Beth followed that up with, or that eerie feeling you get when you look into the dark of a room, you just turned off the lights out on. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, without long. spoiling anything, that's that's for sure a Skinamarink thing. Um, mm-hmm. Skinamarink does that super well. well as far as um, I know about Skinamarink, and I'm without saying much, it plays on a lot of those like childhood things that kind of stick with you, like fears. It sure does. Um, yeah. There's a whole um, conversation that went on here. This is good. Um, Dan uh, clarified uh, because someone asked about what he said and asked, uh, come quite asked, like you die in the dream, you die for real type of stuff. And Dan clarified, more like the floor is made of worms. I know it's not, not made of worms logically and no one else sees it, but I do. Um, not like a conspiracy or anything like that. Just the gears of perception and reality grinding in unsettling ways. Things not adding up, I guess. And there uh, it is. Yeah, this that works. That works. That works for both of our projects. <laughs> it does. I mean, you can evoke that with the general yeah. like mood of this town as as our protagonist, whoever they are, looks deeper and deeper into the weird uh, things. Old Josh, ba- uh, Joshy Bannon came up with old Uncle Joshy yeah. Bannon. <laughs> yeah, whoever our protagonist is who own, has the YouTube channel, it sounds like we're just gonna gaslight the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Oh, you know it. <laughs> it's just like a whole town full of people. Like that's not fucking. That's not weird. Shut up. You're being weird. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. You explore it from that angle, then you have a nice little narrative crux about like a. Yeah. You could have it have a message about gaslighting. Oh, dude. Uh, hey, did I ever tell you the joke about gaslighting? I did. Yeah, you just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was waiting for it. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Hey, uh, uh, Kumquat responded with, what about the fear that you need to very urgently get somewhere but you don't have accurate directions? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a real fear that you could capture with analog horror. Um, and uh, Fang uh, just tried to clarify something that Dan said, but yeah. Uh, Dan, uh, Dan's floor made of worms feels like, like the real winner. Um, I approve of the floor. Not necessarily exactly the floor made of words, but the idea of the idea behind no, yeah, the floor the, made of words. The, the, the idea of, uh, of uh, the gears of perception, reality grinding, and unsettling ways. Yeah. Uh, and, our, and our protagonist being like gaslit. Uh-huh. Okay. I so know we said this I is like I think we have our board. Yeah, we do. This is our pitch. Yeah. This is our pitch. So our our pitch is is we have we we have our protagonist. He's a real uh, Jay from Marble Hornets type. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the my how I explain the Jay from Marble Hornets type is like he's well meaning but pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a way we can make and him like, conti- 
continues continues diving into things when he really should stop. Real real Jera symptoms uh, before there were Jera symptoms. <laughs> Um, um, I had I had a similar problem. Sometimes it can work well, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, with 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 Jay, yeah, I, I get it. Because um, again, it just seems part of the character. Uh, but uh, have you? Did you ever hear the Black Tapes podcast? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay, it started good, and then it got frustrating for me because uh, a lot of it had potential but i i started to bug me how everything kind of tied together uh and one thing was the protagonist continuing to explore all of this despite all evidence of how dangerous everything was getting and how ultimately destructive this could be which was unfortunate because the protagonist came off as a very smart individual uh at least initially i just i had a lot of problems now i'll say this much um uh a lot of the ideas for how i wanted to present dead baggers came from my frustrations with the mar- with um uh with the way that uh the black tapes was handled. Gotcha. Um so, uh But yeah, sorry. Uh either way, I want to avoid I want to I want to find a way to make it relatable so, but avoid it. So we'll we'll keep that so in mind. So here's 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 how I feel. Okay. Um like the early bits, he continues researching because it's interesting. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The way any of us fall down into any rabbit hole. Um, At the point where it does become dangerous to him, there needs to be something keeping him in the game. There needs to be something clearly defined keeping him in this. Um, The biggest incentive I can think of off the top of my head is someone or something around him that's important being threatened or being taken away from him. And unless he figures something out or does something everything he has could already come crashing down. Like, he's already too deep in. And now something is forcing his um, hand. Because, uh... Uh... Yeah, uh... Because, uh... Marble Hornets addressed it to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, that there, there were several points where Jay just wanted out, and, uh... The, the Masked to the Art guy is, uh basically like decided no 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 you don't get to leave at this point you're you're too far deep and we're keeping you in <laughs> yeah um um and once once slendy has his hooks in you he isn't just going away right um but is there a way we could do it without relying on that you know too much now you have to continue just for the sake of continuing or is there going to be like a or would it be um would it be more interesting to have it be like now there's a means to an end someone or something is trying to get them to continue because they're the only way that's, that can be continued. Okay. Uh, God damn it. Uh, it's, I'm going to talk about when I had a Slenderman series. Um, <laughs> that's, that's actually what I had in mind for my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, 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 but my series kind of had a to the art guy, um, but the to the art guy wasn't just like no no you're in this now um he he was pushing our protagonist because he needed our protagonist to be doing this for him that's kind of what i'm um, that's kind of what i'm leaning it, toward um and uh there were co- and he made it clear that there were consequences if he did not ooh yeah yeah exactly oh that's good that's good um so if there's a if there's a character or a force that can show up 
at a certain point and make it abundantly clear to our protagonist that this research that they just kind of thought, oh, this is interesting and weird is now something they have to do in order to either in order to um, in order to achieve something that other powers involved or forces involved in this cannot achieve for some reason. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe our protagonist, uh, like early on, has been tasked with doing like a history of this town or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so may- maybe the hook is that they've been given access to like town records and shit that no one else has been ever been given access to before. Oh, that's good. Or and, or, and that's, or that's 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 why our protagonist is specifically needed in the right. It would be, it would be he has access that other people don't. It would be interesting, just putting this out there too, if that access becomes important, either it became important or was always a thing. Maybe maybe the protagonist's dad works at the um like the town's public library and has access to like a lot of the records or something, or is part of the town hall or something, like a like mm. uh, the chamber of commerce or something. Uh, I I don't know. Right. And so inherently they've had access to some of this stuff. And it would be, I think it would be neat if whoever is the catalyst of making them continue uh, and has the ability to do this might not even be the supernatural threat. It would be more of a real, it would be like a, a more of a real physical or existential threat from a, from a real source, like someone yeah. who is threatening them uh, in order to make sure that this continues and maybe we don't quite understand and, and, all this person's motives, but they, they're like, no, you don't understand. This has to happen. This has to happen maybe, because maybe our Joshua, we need to get to the truth. And maybe our Joshua Bannon isn't someone who did anything nefarious. Maybe he knew about something nefarious that was done in the town and like put all these hints oh, about what thus, it actually was. into. Yeah. Thus, sliding in another prompt. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, but and at first, at first, it seems like old Joshy is the one deliberately doing this. But no, yeah. no, Josh is either fucked up by something and was trying to get the word out there, or, uh, or that he just foresaw it in some way. Maybe Josh delved into something he shouldn't have before, or, or maybe got in over his head and put in stuff that then caused more problems instead of helping. That could be a good twist. Yeah. We all see Joshy as the Joshua as the bad guy, but it turns out, hmm, okay, um, okay. So, what's the name of our town? Uh, I'm just... fucking getting in. Um, we're getting it. We're getting in deep here. Because <laughs> I I want to before this ends name the name the actual YouTube channel. Oh my god. Okay. Um, where is the town located? First of all, where do we want to put the town? Um, it kind of depends on what kind of stuff we actually want to film. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I can tell you that where I'm at, there's a lot of maybe maybe better uh, chances of like some urban exploration and stuff like that. Okay. Um, uh, abandoned buildings and shit we could potentially do filming in. All right. Because you gotta you gotta um, have abandoned buildings as part of the analog thing, especially if you're gonna have it be early web series themed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, we could have it. I mean, it could be. I think setting it in Kansas is just fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We could we could make up a fictional Kansas town. 
Um, That's not hard. Because I, I had the idea of just, like, naming the YouTube channel, like, so-and-so historical preservation. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. All right, I, I have just a random town pitch. Let's, let's, let's come up with some town name pitches, okay? And I'm trying to think of it as, as um, you know, blank Kansas now at this point. Um, how, how about Mead? M-E-A-D. Huh? Mead, Kansas. Or M-E-A-D-E. Something like that. It's named after someone. Uh, there is, there is an M-E-A-D, Kansas. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Forget that. Uh, um, how about Woodward? Um, there is a Woodward, Oklahoma. There's a place called the Woodward Inns in Topeka. Okay. Uh, Adama. Adama. A-D-A-M-A. Yeah. Okay, I like it. There it is. Adama, Kansas. So, yeah. The the YouTube channel is the uh, Adama Historical Society. Ooh, that's good. Adama Historical Preservation. Adama. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and our protag is... Our protag is one of the... You know what? Protag is one of those people who's like... A, uh, suggestion. Is in maybe... Our pro, protag is someone who's trying to convince the town to let him do this so they can get access to the archives because they're now they're making this to preserve the history of this town in digital form and the old folks of the town don't get it. Just like, eh, whatever. You know. So I'm gonna create a hardline rule about this series if we do it. Okay. Uh and this is gonna be um <laughs> I hope you're ready for some uncharted uh, ARG territory. Oh, boy. Um, I, I don't want us to have any alternate YouTube accounts. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I, I, I want all of the information to be available on the YouTube channel. I'm for this. Because what, if there's one thing that bugs me about things, it's having to go off and check out other things sometimes uh, if they're also in there's, like video there's, form. There's, there are times... There are times when I'm in the mood for it, but like for for the sake of preservation, like there's a bunch of stuff on the Marble Hornets Twitter that ties into the series. Uh, someone took over that Twitter and deleted everything. Oh no! Oh, um, hey, we're getting we're getting more uh, reactions in real time. By the way, um, Fang Fang's going on for a bit and actually says, honestly, I wouldn't mind more safety training videos, but specifically like forklift driver Klaus. <laughs> um again and those those can entirely fit in yeah with uh the videos made by uh uh, uh josh bannon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well this is great um, this, this would let us cover a lot of different formats though like archiving you know again videos by like it starts out maybe a little more, more broad but then slowly the channel becomes more and more focused on the the, the things that uh josh bannon came up with right and we'd have to come up with what the town secret is we're not going to do that here no no um, we, this is this is all this is all surface level stuff right now yeah but yeah i think we got our pitch okay this is really good this is good yeah i um, love creepy cooking staff because this is where magic happens it's where you this is where watch magic it all happens come together. yeah this is where we, da- this is where david and i fuck <laughs> yeah you have you been waiting have you been waiting with bated breath because now we're alone yeah. under the stars i i meant like creatively <laughs> Yes, creative, 
Creatively, we have made love and birthed <laughs> we, this idea from we, the mind vagina. We, we, have, we have copulated creatively. <laughs> it was so romantic. We just had to. The mood. I need a us. cigarette. Um, yeah, I could. I could use a drink. Honestly. Um. <laughs> ooh, uh, anyway. Ooh. Okay. Uh, mm. I'm gonna go ahead and call it. Yeah. We um, gang and any anything anything further than this would be us getting into the more specifics, but we don't need that. Uh, I can't. I really actually want to do this now. No, I, I'm I'm with you. Uh, let's 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 put it. Let let's step away for now. Let it percolate. But the pitch is good. If y'all like the sound of this pitch, let us know. You're you're the first to hear about. The uh, Adama can the Adama Historical Society uh, channel. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, and thank you, as always, for listening to Alan's show. Yes, my show, Alan's show, I, Alan's baby. I host it. I host it. <laughs> I edited it. I edit. Yeah. Oh man, wait. Edit. Wait. Edit. 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 Okay. I put in too many did it's. Um, yeah. And that will make it very hard I to edit. edit for you later. Um, yeah, me who edits it. Yeah, you you edit um, it. I just I just I brought the snacks and the location. Yes, that's all I did really. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I tell people that they should uh, you know do the things you normally do with content you like. Hopefully, which is for most content you like, you usually just play a little bit of it and then save it to your history so you'll watch it later. But maybe throw some form of appreciation hey. at it. That would be nice. Yeah. Hey, and uh, I had a, uh, one last quick question before we go. Yeah. Um, did Did you think you were really going to get away with uh, doing this? Uh, without, without punishment? Well, Alan, I wasn't trying to get away with anything. Like I said. Ninja Star! Ah! Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>